There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Okay, Twitter user Dan McDade posed a very interesting hypothetical scenario last week that went kind of went Twitter viral. His question was, what if the last text you sent is what is going on your tombstone? So I'll tell you right now, my last text right now that I sent, uh, you up? <clears throat> uh, mine is, uh, that's not my finger. Mike. Mine was, okay, mommy, I'm going to pass by your house at 11 p.m. <laughs> oh my god you guys my last text that I sent out said it's a boy what wait a minute Hold are on. you saying that are you serious Wow, we're still recovering. Yeah, we're still. Um, <clears throat> I just dropped a bomb on my Yo, friend. Yeah, what? Wow. Yo. You guys. The stork is coming, is flying <laughs> into Rachel's house. <laughs> this wow. is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. This is episode 11, and I'm Rachel La Loca. I'm Juan Bago. Jay Ferns. Frank Nibs. And uh, that was a fun intro question, Yo, you guys. Wow. We didn't know crazy, that was going to end up this is, as this, uh, this you know, emotional already. This, You're this emotional? News. You're emotional. You know how much hormones I got going up inside me right now? I'm very emotional. Wait, by injection? Wait. No, because you guys, I can't believe I'm announcing this on the podcast. Yo, I'm going to cry. But yeah, Rachel La Loca is having baby number two. Yes! So there's going to be a boy. And yes. you already It's a boy? It's a boy. Yo! Frank, were you not listening to the text message? Turn the lights to blue. Turn the lights to blue. Is that why the cake you gave us is all like, sorry, we started like spitting out blue uh, 
some blue liquid after we ate it. It was like, wait, what is happening? Yo! Yeah. Basically, it's why my chin hairs blue have been growing life. out of control. There's so much testosterone in me right now. Yeah. Blame it on the testosterone. So is yes. this the first pregnancy <laughs> announcement on the show? This is like much. my coming this out. historical, guys. People, shut up, Mike. People don't really know. Do I you think... have a name? No, not yet, todavía. Wow. I mean, I know part of his name is going to be Benjamin. I'm not sure if that's the middle or the first name Also, yet. it should be BJ, because you have DJ already. I would not do that to my son, BJ? Mike. I would not name him BJ, although that's how he got here, kind of. That's how Wait. it all started. Wait, that's where babies come from? No, babies no, come no. Babies from blowjobs? No, but that's how it started. It was, it was the beautiful Thanksgiving evening. Oh, it was. <laughs> The, the turkey wasn't the only thing that got stuck. Shout out to Edgar. Oh, shout hello. out to Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. Give Edgar some credit. Yeah, give shout out to Edgar. Edgar, Yo, Edgar got on? some Puerto Rican super sperm. Let me tell you. Congratulations to Papa Edgar's sperm. gravy. Now going back to the Thanksgiving. Are we wow. still doing the Thanksgiving metaphor? Yeah, we are. We are. Okay. We are. <laughs> yeah. So, Rachel, that means that you have DJ, Apollo, Edgar, and a new baby boy. It's all dudes. Wow. Rachel. But I'm still la reina. Yo. Okay. I'm still la reina. Okay. You still running shit? I got to tell you, I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. When I found out it was a boy, I was just as excited. But like, you know, a little piece of me was like, I wonder what a girl would look like. But then I was like, wait a minute. No girl means no tampons, no maxi right. pads, no periods, nah. no boyfriend bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I kind of like this scenario. I like this. <laughs> so yeah, why not? Look, this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast and Bago and I made like a promise that when we started this that we were just going to be ourselves on this show, which is what we've been doing for now I what, think it's one of the 44 perks. episodes. 45. This is one of the perks of having a podcast. You get to make announcements and yeah. really share news with our with our audience and they get exclusivity before everybody yeah. else does. Exclusivity, yeah. <laughs> can you can, do you have like a sense of like I think this is a boy. Like before you find out, are you like I just have a feeling? Women's thing, intuition. The only thing that gave me slight intuition was that this pregnancy was very similar to the first in the sickness I experienced for the first three months. Mm. A lot Are of you nausea. It right now? Yeah, something just came back up. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. No, I'm past that phase. I'm now uh, 17 and a half weeks pregnant. Uh, wow. So I'm almost halfway. Not not quite. Oh. But we're getting there. I'm due in August. And yeah, this this pregnancy was very similar to the first one. But you know, you don't know. I don't know. I, I, how, how do you really know? But we got the genetic testing done. It came back as a boy. My mom did a little gender reveal. She wanted to throw a party. And I was like, nah, chill. Because then my mother's obsessed with Pinterest and Facebook. <laughs> and on her feed is all like gender reveal party. I am almost at on party. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. So she did a gender reveal. And yo... Props to my mom because she's the ultimate trickster. She had us all thinking it was a girl. What? Yeah. Like putting subtle hints. All of a sudden, she started putting like Barbie dolls that I used to play with in my room on purpose to throw us off. She's a good troll. She's a good troll. Yeah, she's a troll. (laughs) Trollmeister. So you read a lot of books. You read a lot of blogs. You, You were obsessed the first time around, yes. What's going to be different now in this in this person? I'm chilling, actually. She's going to write a book. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say what? Booker's Guide to Pregnancy. I'm just chilling, actually. I think the second time around, you're right. Like, you're less obsessed and, like, you know, I kind of know what worked. I put the same ingredients into this baby that I did the last one. However, this pregnancy, I did not give up Bustelo. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. So this one might be more hyper. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't give up the Bustelo or the Snapple. That's been a constant craving. But anyway, I don't want to dominate the show with my news, but I'm very happy. And, you know, Lord well, knows. Well, it balances out because I know that you had bragging rights this weekend and you lost. Yes. Yes. So I'm sorry for that. It's okay. Um, it's but okay. now she's bragging about yeah, something even more important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, what I was going to say is Lord knows that my husband and I have really been through it. And I kind of glanced over that topic on this podcast. But, like, we have had some tremendous losses mm-hmm. along the way. Um, not every pregnancy that God has given me has been a successful one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the fact that this is a successful one is something to really praise and celebrate. Yes. And I'm glad that I can share this with listeners in that, like, look, my body is far from perfect. And, you know, a couple of things happened over the last couple of years that maybe think twice even about being a woman and the success of my reproductive system. But just know that, you know, when you put things out in the universe, you get them when God is ready to give them to you. Amen. And at least, and now we know that Rachel can at least keep a secret for seventeen and a half can weeks. Can you believe that? <laughs> Wait, she knew from the moment. That it I happened. didn't know Wait. from the moment. But... Okay, I don't know. I thought the first day you find out, like, yo, I think I'm pregnant. I we better that. check this out. I feel kick. I feel kick. I Rachel, I, I want to pitch something to you. Um, you know, you're a very creative person, um, especially when it comes to events. What if we do our podcast at your baby shower? Yo, that'd be lit. That'd be lit. I actually love that idea. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it offline. Bye. Oh, man. I'm deep. That should be crazy. Anyway, yeah. you guys, I'm so happy to share this news. Yeah, well, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing. We. Thanks. We uh, feel um, honored. Now we, we, I feel like we one of us has to have a big announcement I'll, next week. Yeah, I'll, the pressure's on. All How about you, Frank? Us. I got you disappeared oh, uh, for a week. What, what's no, up? I'm back, guys. I'm Maybe back. some engagements. <laughs> no, so... I'm oh, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I had enough. And and Dr. Everybody, uncles, cousins, everybody. Yo, cuando tu vas a when you and I have a kid, yo, mira ya, I'm like, yo, I'm going, yo, you've been saying that for 15 years, man, yo, sigue, yo, loco. Tu estas poniendo viejo. Si. How are you going to be when you have a kid, eh? 62? Come on, yo, have a kid. Vago, esa leche está vieja. Well, that's it. So yeah, bragging rights was cool. Shout out to everybody from the pit. You lost. You know what is so funny? I, we heard you the first, second, and third time, Mike. <laughs> well, you lost twice. This is the second time you lost. No, thanks oh, for the reminder. So how, did it, how did it go with the pit? It was a lot of fun, and you don't do bragging rights to win or lose, okay? Because we all. What are you won. bragging about then? It's all. It's all. Uh, it's all. What do you call it? It's. Um, it's showbiz. Yeah, it, it's. Just it smokes and mirrors. Allure. It's you know exactly. It's the name of the show. It's marketing, um, but. I got to write, and so a sketch of mine was performed, and that's always a win. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, look, the pressure was on. And to be quite honest, if we want to get into why we lost, mm-hmm. the way it's set up is the judge, there are two judges. Mm-hmm. Each of them gets a vote, and then the audience votes. Yes. Mm. So we were tied as far as the judges. One team, one judge voted team red, the other judge voted team blue, but then the Ooh. audience was like all of team blue's family. Ah. Yeah, the mom, one of the guy's mom specifically was like bugging out. Like she was like one of those <laughs> crazy fans at a sports game that like paints their fucking face and their body and shit. She was just like, go blue team. What, what was it? The, the blue team, right? Yeah. Go blue team, go. You know, I was like, damn, it's just a comedy show. She was into it, yeah. I was she like, was, was this? super into it. But I give her props. I mean, you know, you well, got Well, you know, I, I tell you right now, um, Jamie and I, we had a great time watching you. Uh, you did a great job. Thanks, Mike. But this guy over here, like we're screaming for you, and he claps and cheers for the other team. Okay. Wait, what? So that makes a difference. Hold on. You said what, Jamie? Can I explain? 
So yeah, please. I was yelling, screaming, clapping for you. I did a very, I did a my my clap for them wasn't even audible. It was like it was like how Nicole Kidman clapped at the at last year's Oscars. <laughs> it was it was like the it was the only the, and I only pantomime clapped because there were some people on the other uh, team that I that were on my team in the last the one I did when I did bragging rights. Oh. So I didn't want to make it seem like mm. I'm anti them. But there was no audible noise coming from me. It was like a very mimish kind of, you know, celebration. That was a great explanation. But I just want to let you know that when I went to see you in Bragging Rights, mm. I only clapped for you. Ah. Me too, man. I didn't clap for that. Uh, it doesn't work does like that. that. Mike, who does that? I don't know. And was it messed up that I got the mom's number from the guy's mom's yes, number it too? Yes, it is messed uh, up. Yeah. What the hell? Why are you trying to bag mom? <laughs> she looked good for an older woman. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Well, talking about shows, I'm actually preparing for the potato salad show. Right. Who made the potato um, salad? And our guest today is the producer of that absolutely. show. Absolutely. So I was asked to be team captain. Uh, it's an all-woman show. Oh. But the opening is going to be an R&B competition. And uh, I'm the captain. I can't tell you what the song is because um, uh, we would pretty much reveal it to the other team. And what does it mean wanna... that you're captain? I'm coordinating things. Like, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm making sure that we get the outfits and the props and everything. Making so. sure your team don't sink. Mm. Yeah, but I, I'm excited. But it was so interesting because we had rehearsal this past <laughs> Sunday. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was a workout. Doing, like, dancing and all that for, like, a couple, you know, for, like, a Wait, couple hours. Dancing? Yo, you dancing? Yeah. We're doing dancing. Yo, there's oh, a lot of perfect dancing. I gotta go anymore. see this Does show. Does anybody dance? I gotta go see well, this show. It's a nineties R and B competition. So are you grinding? Are you yes. air grinding? Yes. Yo. There's a lot of I air grinding. I can't. So I literally uh built an appetite. Are you bumping? Are you bumping too? Because you're grinding, you might as well be bumping. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Yeah. Wow. Damn it. I mean, Rachel. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's the same time you guys are performing. Diverse Fuck Festival. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, we're so popular. Oh my God. We're really popular. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, so it's fun. It was fun. Uh, shout out to Lee Chin. Lee Chin's on my team. So I... uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, and I'm excited. I haven't been on stage for a while, so <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah. So, yeah. Well, we'll be we'll be with you in spirit. Thank yes. you. All right. But, Absolutely. Um, and hopefully somebody gets some video of you um, shirtless, air humping. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I hope you're. Do you, do you? Are you wearing tights? No, I don't think we're going to be wearing tights. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're going to be like in '90s, like cross colors. Or yeah. Like something like Carl Kani. R and B. What uh, what they used to dress in as an R and B singer. There was a lot of Carl Kani well, going on. Actually, Mike, you know what? I don't see anything wrong with a little bump and bite. It's oh! Bajinja Bites Wait, shout out to Anthony. I think he has a drop for you. D Malone, it's time for some Bajinja Bites. What the fuck? Oh, wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> shout out to Anthony Palmini. That was so he All right. <laughs> All right. He went country on. on uh, yeah, he's running God. out of genres, by the way. I know. I know. Polka is going to be next. Isn't it? Oh, I love polka. <laughs> um,. Okay, guys. Yes. Salma Hayek. What about her? She's in the news. Oh. Um, actually, now I think she goes by Salma Hayek Pinault. Pinault. Is that a type oh, of wine? No, it's her French billionaire husband's name. Oh. <laughs> you marry a billionaire, you better take their last name, all right? Word, word. Like if, you know, I, I would do the same thing, too. It'd be like Jamie Winfrey. Um, <laughs> you know, if I had to, if I married Oprah. <laughs> Is that your dream? No, but she's, she's the one. a lot of money. I, I'm... French uh, female billionaires. I'm trying to think. Oprah's the first sure. one, right? Okay, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, 
Anyway, hashtag Wrinkle in Time. Check it out. It's out in theaters now. But, uh... <laughs> what, you, you got a small role He's or plugging wifey. <laughs> Yo, I gotta, like, suck up to her, right? Look, Salma went to social media recently to criticize Mattel, the toy company, mm-hmm. for making a Barbie out of Frida Kahlo. Who? Frida... Frida Kahlo? Kahlo? That's what I meant. Kalo. No, it's Kahlo, but this guy uh, didn't understand. Frida Kahlo. My, the Michaeler, who? He who? just doesn't know the history. I didn't, Frida I didn't understand Kahlo. the way you pronounced the last name. Anyway, sorry. Um, and you know, it, you probably know that she played Frida in a movie. She did. Oh, yes. Um, she did. Oh. So now, so they're making a Rachel, part. Rachel, shout out, shout out to you, Rachel. Why? You're rocking the uh, Frida eyebrows right now. Mike, go to hell. Oh. <laughs> I haven't had time to pluck, Okay. Seriously. So I kind of see where she's coming from, though. When you think of Barbie, you think of... <laughs> when you think of Barbie, you think of voluptuous blonde, yeah. drives a dream car, has no nipples, right? <laughs> um, but who looks at Barbie and thinks, yo, she reminds me of a Mexican artist and women's rights icon. Yeah. Mattel, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> Mattel me about it. But tell me about it. <laughs> and you know what? They didn't even give... And, and the doll and the doll doesn't even have the unibrow. Oh, oh that's not then good. How is it even Frida Kahlo? They yeah. groomed the, the unibrow. They made her seem like... I guess they were ashamed of the unibrow. But I'm like, no, that's she's supposed to have it. That's that like idea. signature. That's, that's like making a, uh, a J-Lo doll without the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I never look at her ass. She has an ass? She has a nice ass? Um, I, I don't know. She would ask for it. it. Can you make the ball me doll and put the ass on it, please? <laughs> So, <laughs> and that's our J Lo app. I didn't say J-Lo it would be a good one. Of the day. I didn't say it would be a good one. I never <clears throat> promised anything. I feel like last season we we talked a lot about J Lo and A Rod, like way too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like that was in every like opening and like. Anyways, um, but this is about Salma. She I'm also glad you she guys let me continue. She Instagrammed so she Instagrammed the picture of the Frida Barbie doll, and um, with the perfectly groomed eye unibrow, mm. and she wrote. And this is her coming from her, what she wrote. Frida Kahlo never tried to be or look like anyone else. Now they turn her into a Barbie. No puedo creer que hayan hecho una Barbie de nuestra Friducha. Wow. Wow. That's That's deep. Um, And then she uh, put two thumbs down emojis and hashtag body image. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So Mm. guys, um, what do you think about Salma (laughs) taking a stand on this? Well, I mean, the good thing in all this is that there is a Barbie doll commemorating a an iconic Latina. Okay. True. So that's cool. But goddamn, Mattel, you couldn't make it a little more lifelike, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're going to gr- give little girls somebody to look up to and, like, play with, then at least make it representative of who Frida Kahlo was and what she stood for. Yeah, good point. I agree. Good point. Keep it authentic. Right. Just how she was. I know. You hear that, Mattel? Yeah, Mattel. Um... So, Mattel, when you're gonna make the loca one, huh? Yeah. Next year, I like yeah, because Rachel, if they made a, if they made a Barbie about Rachel, she'd like totally backtrack <laughs> everything she just said. Well, you know, <laughs> because look, if it's me and the Frida doll together, then it's like a un- it's like a unity thing, U N I T Y. Right. So, would you mind not making her thick? Like I know I am, but I'd like my Barbie doll to be very thin. <laughs> and I better get a dream house. And ke- and my Ken better have a penis. All right, a big one. And Ken needs to be darker. <laughs> I want my Ken to be Kendrick. black. His name should be Kendrick. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm yes. Moving on. Uh, Moving on. I'm next. completely changing topics. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. I'm ready for check it. this. Check this story out. A science teacher in Idaho uh-huh. allegedly fed a puppy. 
Oh no! To a snapping turtle. Oh no! What? In front of work? in front of his students. Oh, Come on! Not, so for what? Millennials. And by the way, millennials. A snapping turtle is not a turtle that Snapchats. Okay. Jamie. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's like uh, you know millennials need to know. Um, <laughs> so that's this is crazy. So right now, so in the story, the people. Uh, they said the people that didn't win, did not witness this, mm-hmm. that just heard about it, they're not sure if the puppy was alive or dead. No. I don't think that's important. <laughs> no. I think But who brings up dead puppies? Yeah, to I know. Why, why? Like, I don't wow. know why, you know, Professor Crossland is uh, carrying around the name of the puppy. professor? Crossland, yeah. Okay. It's Idaho. They got a weird name. Yeah. So, so far, this dude hasn't been charged with puppy sacrifice or whatever you would charge him with. Um, and he even has some former students defending him. Damn. One former student was like, he's a cool teacher who really brought science to life. I'm calling PETA. I- <laughs> horrible, man. Wow. Yo, somebody called PETA or PETA. There's no whatever. video of it? There, uh, there's no video of it. And they might not even, like, uh, uh, you know, press him with charges. Wow. Idaho's, like, very lenient on, on puppy killing, I guess. What That's next? Um, if you can get away with puppies, what's next? Kittens? Yeah. I don't know. Terrible. And real quick, if we're already on the dog subject, um, I wanted to. Are we uh, getting a bonus? <laughs> we're getting a bonus dog story. Yay, more puppies. Um, so, and specifically, ones, this is specifically to Frank. Oh, oh Frank. Uh, hold on. Well, I want him to know because right now there's an Uber for dogs app right Whoa, now. I know. It's Frank not, has it. It's not technically Uber, but they're calling it Uber for dogs. It's called Wag. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What and, is this, Jamie? Um, you pretty much can hire like dog walkers, like oh, more, on more work for me. That's yeah. fantastic. You yeah. can hire, but here's the thing: in New York, all right, three. There's already been three lost dogs this oh, month. Oh no! From that, from this app, the dog walkers are the dog, losing them. The dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog walkers are losing losing them. They're like letting them off the leash. They're like uh, one died. This is wow. I'm, this really oh this is Lord. like a dark dog. Uh, this is a dark pochinche. I won't lose the dogs. I won't. I'll do a good job, James. Yeah, so you tie them up to your Uber. That's how you. Can't walk you just in. drive the dogs places? I don't yeah. even think. I, I don't know what. He, I mean, maybe they put the dogs in the trunk and they forget about them. Oh. Wow, Frank, you're dark. Okay. <laughs> Well, Wag, I just want to shout them out. Don't Wag, let me write Don't download down. that app, all right? Walk your own dogs. So, but um, Latinos Allah, we're against Wag the app. We're against Wag. We're against Mattel. No sponsoring for We're us. against Mattel. Mm-hmm. And we're against um, teachers feeding their puppies to um, turtles. Snapping I stand turtles. By we're standing, that. For, we're standing for stuff now. Unless Mattel really wants to give me a Barbie doll deal. <laughs> then I may have to renege. <laughs> And on that, I feel, like, I feel like the next show, like before the show, guys, all, we're going to have to edit out that little part about uh, Mattel. I'm I think waiting. it's about time we get a biracial Barbie doll out there. Why you know the Barbie dolls True. are only black, only Hawaiian, only white? Let's get a Jewish Dominican Barbie doll. What's That'd up? That'll be dope. That'll be so dope. And it looks like I've bit off more than I can chew. Ooh. Oh, man, So Jamie. that's the end of the segment. It's really all a right. dog-eat-dog dog uh, world. Now it's so... Uh, oh, that's perfect. That was better. <laughs> And now it's time for my favorite segment. Yes. Come on, come on. Loca. Uh. Loca. It's the queen, y'all. Loca. The Loca List. Hi, everyone. We're back with a Loca List. Hey, Loca. It's been, we took a week off, didn't we? Did. we? I missed yeah. you, girl. Did you guys miss it? Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. So it's very timely <laughs> that I do this list. This is Frank list. getting back to you when Frank does his fake news and we throw him. <laughs> <laughs> Frank literally missed it last week because he wasn't here. I yeah. did. I did. I did. 
All right, so this week's loca list is the top five things to do with that extra hour from daylight savings time. Oh, right? Real, and that real. was just two days ago. Oh, shit. I got I to gotta do that right now. Okay. Oh, yeah, make sure all your clocks are set. Let me set my clock. Hold on. Well, I want to give you guys some background on DST. Okay. okay. Daylight savings time. All right. Most areas in North America and Europe and some areas in the Middle East observe daylight savings time. Only 40% of countries in the world do. Mm. That paints the picture. In the U.S., the exceptions are Arizona, Hawaii, the overseas territories of American Samoa, Guam, and the Northern Mariana Islands, and Puerto Rico, Ooh. as well as the U.S. Virgin Islands. They do not participate participate in DST. Uh. Now, uh, this year, actually, Arizona is celebrating its 50th anniversary of shunning DST because they withdrew from this bullshit in 1968. Okay. And who do we have to thank for DST? New Zealand scientists George Vernon Hudson and British builder William Willett, who in 1895 presented a paper to the Wellington Philosophical Society proposing a shift in time, uh, mostly for more daylight and to conserve energy. Mm. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... The number five reason on my list of what to do with that extra hour that you've gotten from daylight savings time is change the battery in your CO2 and smoke detectors because if you're like me, the battery reminder tone has been beeping for three months, which one would think would put some fire, <laughs> no pun intended, under your husband's ass. Oh, shit. Oh, this seems personal. It. But apparently the loud, annoying beeping goes into that dense cloud of nothingness that my husband hears daily. Why are you mad? Who's mad? Okay, number four. Thank you, Woka. You're welcome. Number four, spend more money. Mm. With one more hour of daylight, you probably want to be out longer, thus leading to more time in the stores. And it's all a conspiracy to pump the economy. No doubt. One more hour of shopping. How much more money is that pumping into the economy? You know what I'm saying? I was an H&M. All right, number three. Very quickly, more opportunity for daytime sex. Uh, Who doesn't like daytime oh, sex? Oh, shit. Right? Day- yeah. I actually prefer with the, the no lights on, but yeah. <laughs> it's usually the female that's like, shut the lights off. What? No, I thought it was usually the female. Well, if it's, like, if it's a cold, if it's like a cold room, like, you know, I got to like protect myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two. Host a family party. Oh. So when the clocks go back, your in-laws have to get the fuck out yeah. an hour earlier. Yeah. Well, well, right. That's it. Party's over. So get rap. your coat off the bed and get the fuck out. Get out of my gender reveal party, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one. The number one reason or the number one thing to do with that extra hour from daylight savings time is... Complain about losing that hour of sleep and ask why the fuck this country Yo. continues to participate in this bullshit. I'm serious. Yeah. I That's don't get it. it. Thank I you so much. Thank you, Wilco. Loka, I'm telling you, if there's an award out there for research, you're getting it. You're getting it. Thanks. I like to yes. educate and inform. You Thank know what you. I'm saying? So, yeah. Thanks oh. for listening. And then now, it's time for... Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Good evening, folks. Hi, Frank. Hi, Frank. Hi, Frank. Oh, you. We missed Frank, you. how did it feel listening okay. to the fake news right. without you not um, being uh, in it? Uh, Eddie was very good, I would say, but uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, oh. Uh, thank you, Eddie. Did you threaten him? And- no, no, not at all. Eddie was very good. Eddie's Eddie had- been very silent I- today. Congratulations. Yeah, Eddie had two last week. He had two? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No yeah. pressure, Frank, yeah. but... Okay. Uh, Frank, you look like you usually have a piece of paper. You have a whole notebook. Well, uh, are you stepping I, up your game because well, Eddie? Uh... Speaking about dogs, uh, as uh, Jamie brought up, I have a really, really good news in terms of dog owners. Ooh, okay, okay. All right, There's a theme. Just, 
And I just recently lost a, a pet. Uh, I got oh. a great story here where Barbara Streisand cloned her dog. Okay? Mm. Say what? She cloned her dog of over 15 years, okay? And she is a very happy camper, and it's very expensive. It cost over $50,000 to clone her dog. Jesus. Okay? That's nothing for her, though. But if you have a cat, it costs $25,000. Yeah, cats are pussy. Um, oh. And okay. if you ever want to take Apollo and just swab his uh, insides of his cheeks and just have the DNA there just in case one day you want to clone him. No, I'm good. He's a pain cost, in the ass. It it's okay. Co- <laughs> Actually, no, I'd be interested. I want to get I want to get an Apollo. You what? Yes. Yeah, well, really? I want to have an Apollo, yeah. They only cost 1600 bucks. What? Yep. And you can have them forever. That's it? If uh, you ever no, wanna, thanks. If you ever... <laughs> because my... I want when Rachel comes over, I'm going to have my Apollo... Uh, greet her like Apollo greets I me. I knew there was an ulterior motive behind this. But my I'm going to train him a little more differently, though. Real a little quick, bit more Ryan, aggressive. You've, you've all met my dog. He's 75 <laughs> pounds of steel, yet he thinks he's a chihuahua. And he jumps on you. He breaks your shit. He scratches Claws your coat. He's so bad. So I am going to do that. I'm so going to get myself an Apollo. <laughs> I feel like a lot of gay men are gonna do the, are gonna start cloning their dogs because like Barbara Streisand is big in the gay man community. Okay, yeah. um, is that how they and say? you're just gonna <laughs> the gay man community, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> um, basically, I think you're gonna just see a lot of guys just like you know gay guys just like listen. You, have you seen Pookie? <laughs> Wait, Pookie that died last week? No, yeah, but I got, look, new Pookie. Pookie 2.0. Right. Isn't she fabulous? Oh, my God, she looks just like Pookie. <laughs> well, guys, this is not an easy uh, practice. In cloning the dog, you ha- you need a donor egg from another dog, and then you need another dog's womb. Oh, God. To actually, oh, that's not how it works. Okay, to do this all together. And by the way, Streis, Barbara Streisand said that she's very happy. She doesn't re- regret her decision because every time she sees her dog, which the name is Samantha, Every time she sees Samantha's face, she just... Memories like the corners of my mind. Barbara right. Streisand sings that. Yeah, that's she does a job there. Great. And now I'm going to move on to my next story, which is very important. Oh, because, you too? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. And, and the reason I'm doing two, because... And he said the next time so he goes in, he's going to have three. Oh, just so you know. So Frank... Don't meet any here. Frank just cloned his bochinche bites. <laughs> I mean, uh, not bochinche bites. He just cloned his uh, fake news. This fake news is very very important because I touched on this topic when we were on the other network, Scumbag Network. Oh, and referring, I, and, you're referring yeah, to your past. To, we don't yeah, have to say their name. Right. And our other network. Although and their I, name and, suits them very I well. And I touched on uh, what we would call the Amazon Alexa and how it copies everything that you say in, uh, in your home. Mm-hmm. Now Alexa's having issues, okay? Alexa's having like these weird... Uh, hysterical laughing episodes. Mm-hmm. So people are freaking out. Like people be in their house, they're watching TV or they're sleeping, and Alexa just flips out and starts laughing. Oh. So now the uh, company is trying to find out why this is happening. So they don't have control. They don't know why no. it's laughing. It's mainly during the daylight savings time, daytime sex, because she's like, that's your package. Ha, 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 see No, it. and kids are freaking out. Like, you know, kids are, like, really freaking out because it just starts laughing hysterically. Yes. And, I mean, uh, I think uh, Jimmy Kimball made a mention of it on his show. So it's been on local news and it's been everywhere because, I mean, it's flipping out. So people are, like, really getting scared. And Amazon's... This will be good for you, Rachel. So when you start working on your, some of your jokes, you can have Alexa laugh. Mm. No, I make real people laugh, Mike. How about you? Ooh. I have an Alexa. I wonder why. Yeah. 
Well, Alexis, uh, well, Amazon says there's a uh, there's a little glitch, and they have the um, they have the right thing to fix it. They say, and they're going to fix it. Instead of saying Alexa, laugh, they're going to change it, change it to Alexa, can you laugh? And that should fix the problem. Okay. So the problem is on its way to being fixed, guys. Okay. Wow, that's scary. So, that I, scary. I mean, this is just news for anybody that has an Alexa and is probably getting, you know, a little afraid. I'd, ra- I'd rather she laugh than cry, though, you know? Because mm. then that's like some deep shit. I'm like, yo, Alexa, what's wrong, babe? Yeah. What I do, baby? <laughs> Why are you like most women? Stop crying. Right. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you used to bug me out because, like, I used to share a room with my sister growing up and she used to laugh in her sleep. That shit would Fuck me up. That's scary. Anybody oh laughing like God. randomly is like. I was like freaking. nine years younger than her, and in the middle of the night, she'd be like, <laughs> like cackling. It was so, so scary. So now you know why these users feel the way they feel. I feel them. I feel them. Okay. I'm sorry, people. All right. That was great, Frank. Welcome Thank back. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, it. Frank. Thank- you came back strong. Thank you. Inspired. I miss, I miss you guys. Thank you. Frank, um, question between you and me. Pretend mm-hmm. no one else is here. Uh-huh. How long did it uh-huh. take you to listen to the episode when it came out? I haven't listened to it yet, guys. Oh. I've been very busy and I haven't listened to it yet. Oh. I'll be honest. Listen, Eddie did a great job. Cue Alexa, cue Alexa okay. laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that like French restaurant? That wasn't Mr. Alexa. Your Alexa is Jewish. No, my Alexa is the nanny. <laughs> well, I think. Uh, well, Frank, thank you so much. And I You're think welcome, it's, folks. It's time for uh, some uh, shout outs, Rachel. I have one. I have one. Can I go, please, please, please? Ooh, sure. ooh, ooh. Me? Okay. A big what's up to our partners at Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com. The news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. For Women's History Month, Yero sat down with LA DJ Roxy, a.k.a. the queen of Spanglish media. Yero got the lowdown on how she's standing out on the airwaves, so be sure to visit Yero.com for the full story. Big shout out to Jessica over at Yero for always holding us down. Oh, yeah. Well, I have one shout out, but it's a special one. What is it? We, uh, we had a contest. And the oh, contest yeah. was, <clears throat> if they guessed how many yo-yos you did, they would win two tickets to a play that's premiering March 15th mm. um, by Modesto Flaco Jimenez. as a one-man show at the Abrams Art Center. And the winner is Isaiah Seward. Yeah! So you got two tickets. How many yo's did I say? 62. God damn! 62? <laughs> yeah. And he counted all of them? I think so, yeah. The hell? So oh congratulations, but also everybody, um, I'm going to put the link to the uh, one-man show. It's a Dominican. He's performing. There's going to be music. There's going to be poem. There's going to be some projection and everything. So you can go to our link, and we will be promoting it because it's amazing. We got Dominicanos doing one-man shows. So Word. definitely go in there, and congratulations to Isaiah for the pair of tickets for this Saturday, March 17th. Also, the n- next contest is uh, guessing Rachel ba- Rachel's new baby's name. Ah, if you can guess oh. the name that she chooses for the, oh, for the kid, yeah, that'll be good. you'll get an all-access pass. But I don't to... even know the name yet. Know. It's a tough contest to win. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You should do a poll. I think our listeners... Should determine. I do the need name. help. Yo, actually, oh, I need help. Oh, they can pick the name. Yeah, I need help. Name. I need help. Oh, that'd be dope. Because yeah. yeah. So my other son's name is Donovan Joseph. I'm big on first and middle names. Although I don't need like a DJ kind of acronym nickname right. thing this time around. But I'm open to all suggestions. All oh, of them. Oh boy. So yeah. yeah. So we gotta come so up with something. Just email. Um, Email Frank. <laughs> he's giving out his email to everyone. And um, nipsfrank we'll... at gmail.com. Yeah. Or we... just holler at us on our Instagram at We Are Latinos Out Loud and just comment on one of our posts and we'll take a look. Dope. 
Okay, you guys, it is time for our special guest. Oh my God, you guys, I get really excited when we have a female special guest. I hey. just say, yes, exactly. You heard her voice. That was a tease. Ladies and gentlemen, she is bicoastal. She hails from the City of Angels, now residing in New York City as an Afro Latina comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, turn up your speakers and put your hands together for X Mayo. Can I have That's a side good. of X Mayo, please? Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, you want to start already? Hi, <laughs> man. You want to start already? Real? Let's start in this bitch. Let's oh, go. Damn. Damn. Let's go, hi, man. Yo, just, just punch him. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes you She's feel better. She's close enough to punch me. Absolutely. So I need to <laughs> we're switching it up. I like how we're switching to... it up today. The with seat the configuration yeah. is X a little. X Mayo's like, that's my seat. I'm like, okay. It's kind of like. The girls right. versus the boys right yeah, now. We right. are. Yeah. Honestly, is it really girls against or do we always win? True that. My bad. True that. True that. You know, I, I got to tell you something, X Man. <laughs> From the moment that you stepped in the studio, you've given this little jolt of electricity to Rachel. Yes. Like she feels like she needed that empowerment. And you came in and she's been like, Hallelujah. Amen, Where you been at? Rise up, vagina wow. power. It's going to be that kind of interview today. She's like, no, she ride. Yeah. Like, she I got that no. serious. No, Rachel Aloka, bitch, I'm here. And let me tell you something. You call me and tag me in any fucking time you need me Yo, son, to wrangle these I'm hyped, son. You understand? I don't even know. Somebody got to tell me to calm down because I'm hyped. <laughs> You're very hyped. Yes. She's sweating right now. You can't see her. But, you don't yeah. even want to smell these pits right now. <laughs> oh I have God. in the past. It's not a good thing. <laughs> Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, so first I of feel, all. I feel so honored to be here. This is such a huge platform in a po- uh, podcast and an amazing you. brand. And I, I love you guys so much. Like, I just met uh, Bago and La Loca and fell in love. And Aww. hi, man. You know, the jury's still out. Uh, <laughs> it's, still early. it's still early in the relationship. <laughs> yeah, keep them humble. Right? Keep them humble. Yeah, sit down. I got to earn. Yeah, yeah I got to Sit down. Be humble. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. So, but I am so excited to be here and, and to uh, talk to you guys and be interviewed. I, I, I can't wait. And we can, like I said, I think I said it before, let, nothing's off limits. We have a lot of questions for you. So we'll try okay. to condense and keep this going. But like, first, tell everybody about your name because I know that's like the first thing that mm-hmm. comes to people's mind. Oh, is that a nickname? Like, just just clear the air. Okay. Um. Yeah, so my real, my full name is Sochi. It's X-O-C-H-I-T-L, last name Mayo, like Cinco de Mayo. Um, I am Mexican and black. My mom is an immigrant from Zacatecas, Mexico. Orale, la raza. Okay. And uh, my dad is black from South Central L.A., baby. Mm, wow. Uh, that's why I'm born and raised. I've been in New York for four years. So I'm from, from L.A. I have a gun on me right now. Amazing. Um, what kind? <laughs> We just get into a 30-minute conversation about guns. I have an AK-47 under my bra. Oh, my God. That's so Ice Cube. I didn't use my AK. It was a good day. As someone who, like, we we only know South Central on the East Coast from, like, movies and Boys in the Hood. Yes. Like, is that exaggerated? Is, like, where you... Are there, like, parts in South Central that are, like, kind of, like, chill and reserved? It's all chill and reserved till you get with the shits. Yeah. You know, like the thing is, what's crazy is that hoods in LA, I really had to be thankful for the hood I grew up in because hoods in New York are like jails. This is like a fucking jail cell. But like a hood in LA is like we live in a home, you know? And that's what's crazy to me when I go to other places that they're like ratchet as fuck and they're like grimy. And it's like uh, people come to LA and they're from New York and they're like, you live in a home? Like, why the fuck are you trying to be a gang member? Like, yeah. you have grass and space. Like, you can <laughs> like, backyard. You feel right. me? In New York, I gotta like, I gotta shit and wash my hands at the same time. You know, it's so fucking small in this bitch, you yeah. know? I gotta go to the city park to barbecue. You feel me? But no, we doing it at our crib all the time. 
That's yeah. interesting. So yeah, so there's different parts and it has changed, you know, uh exponentially and stuff like that. Uh but yeah, for the most part, uh definitely we are with the business in LA. Yeah. Mm. So we kind of spoke about this in the green room, which is maroon. Um but So like, the maroon room? The maroon room. Honestly, it right. sounds so presidential. <laughs> in the east wing of Maroon Room, you and I were talking about <laughs> Mexican identity in mm-hmm. LA versus Mexican identity in New York and how mm-hmm. us New Yorkers may be a little blinded, but like school us and let us know what it's been like as a Mexican coming from LA and now residing in New York. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, is like in, uh, well, I think in America, the issue is that um, everyone who's Latino is labeled as Mexican. Mm. Like gringos love to say like, they, they will meet you guys and you're like Dominican, you're Puerto Rican, you're Colombian, like, oh yeah, Mexican, which is fucked up. Yeah, like, where in Mexico is Dominican Republic? Oh, I've never yeah. been there before. <laughs> like, Trump, Donald Trump probably thinks all Latinos are Mexican. Oh, my God. Like, Vol- he Voldemort. A Voldemort, don't speak his name. I don't want to hear that name. Voldemort. <laughs> he who should Jamie, not be named. you're losing points already. Oh, wow. Strike two. Strike two. Okay. <laughs> okay so but yeah so so i think that that's i think that that's um that that's like fucked up and so like in la there's so many mexicans and the thing is is like there's mexicans there's a salvadorians guatemalans and i think i met one dominican my whole life wow. in uh la so that's a there's a huge and also like panamanians and like our caribbean is like belizean so a lot of belizeans in la so you guys out here have like jamaicans and trini and all that stuff like that mm-hmm. um so going in a, in LA I'm celebrated you know mm-hmm. being Mexican is lit and it's like yeah it's a bunch of Mexicans and then also too all my theos have black wives or black baby moms that's Bago taking jelly beans with I you mean, here right now it's you know, so obnoxious I'm so into this story right now that I'm like <laughs> you gotta yo, pop, you this jelly bean. I, I pop this jelly pop this jelly bean trying to find like a specific color he's yeah. like I gotta get the red and the I'm bottom like, of the bag I'm envisioning all of this and I'm like yo I gotta eat something with this yeah oh, um, continue so, please yeah, no yeah and so uh, also too oh, and now Salvadorians and all these people so like all my tias married black men or have black baby daddies and all my tios I grew up seeing them with black women so like us coming together it's not an unusual thing Kendrick Lamar's wife is Mexican you feel me so mm-hmm. it's like Mexicans is lit it's never been an issue I come to New York and I was working at La Marina lived I lived oh boy. yeah and I worked there the best year Chef Kelvin shout out to Chef Kelvin, Kelvin! Oh! Yeah. we love Kelvin oh Chef, Wait, Chef Kelvin on. is my heart you don't understand best arepas in the entire world Wait, 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 wait. Usually you can just say, oh, I worked in the marina. <laughs> the marina is un- yeah. its own world there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you worked at the marina. Yeah. You probably have en- enough stories to yeah. tell about the marina itself. Honestly, bring me back. We'll, we'll just do La- Latinos yeah. La Marina. Let's yeah. get Kelvin, too, at the same time. Because we've been dying okay, to get him as me, a guest on here. Let me tell you something why Chef Kelvin is the most amazing human being. I'm only going to take two minutes. I know the intern is looking at me. I'm going to be really fast. Okay, <laughs> listen. Listen, Chef Kelvin, I fucked up the biggest order. Okay. My first day, and it was a stuffed lobster. And this bitch, this gringo, decided to change her fucking mind, and she mm-hmm. wanted a steak. I fucked up, and it was so busy that I forgot to change it. I see the fucking lobster come out. I'm like, no, go back. No. And I go to Chef Kelvin, and I'm like, Chef, I was like, she wanted a steak. She does not, and she's a fucking white woman. Like, it's going to be shit, and I don't want to fuck up my tip. He says, do you, do you realize how you fucked up? And I was like, yeah. He was like, you're not going to do that again, right? I was like, no. He was like, okay, go back up. And I have had, I've worked at so many restaurants and chefs have like eaten my ass up just because I said, can you chop their fucking chicken? Like they have like been mm-hmm. so fucking evil. Every fucking time somebody came and was like, is Chef Kelvin here? Can I have a picture? And I went back there. He always came out and took Aww. a fucking picture. I will, that same day, 
I fucked up. I was like, chef, I'm really hungry. I missed family meal. He was like, what do you want to eat? And then I told him what I want to eat. He was like, okay, come back in this time. Every he, When I tell you the most beautiful human being, and even when I would bother Aww. him, I'm like, chef, can his fucking arepas are so good. And I'm like, chef, did you have extra arepas? He's like, get the fuck out. So that, and then, <laughs> and then like, he'll send a runner to be like, tell X to come back here, get her fucking arepa. Like, and it's busy. Yeah. It's busy. And he deserves everything he gets because he gives. That's why he gets. He's a sweetie yeah. pie. He's the most humble I want him everywhere. Him yeah. and I have this pending coquito challenge, which I hope will happen this Christmas. But mm-hmm. he, I think, is just scared. So if you're listening <laughs> to this, Chef Kelvin, I know you're no, scared to him... contest my coquito, yes. but it's on this December. First Latino to ever cook at the Pentagon. Wow, wow, First. wow, wow, wow. Is wait, the Pentagon? Is that a new club that I ever heard of? <laughs> it's, Jaime, it's near get the out! Get out! Get out! Get out! It's near the marina. The Pentagon. That sounds like a club of the heights. Yo, the Pentagon is lit right now. Shut the life tonight at the Pentagon. Oh, my God. Back to the marina. Back to the marina. Okay, okay. So I came here. Okay, but I had to, because Chef Kelvin, you got to give honor when honor's due. Okay, okay. So this is what what was crazy to me. When I was working there, everybody be like, talk to me in Spanish. Now, I thought I knew Spanish. <laughs> and then I come to New York and I said, uh, what? I said, suave, please. Because they come out, they're like, Ar-ra-ra-ra-ra-pa-pow. and then I'm like, oh, what does that mean? What are you saying? What is that? You, you know, what, down, you know Mexicans, we like sing our shit. You know, it's like, donde esta? Like, you know, it's like, Orale, you know, it's like vatos, we lean like cholos, we're fucking high, you know, we just want a taco and a smile. You know yeah, bitty, bitty, bum, bum. A little tecate goes a long way. Word. You know, like it's, exactly. you know, but out here it's like, Arr! and I was like, okay. So everybody just knew at La Marina that I was Dominican. And this is what got me. I would be like, no, papi, I'm Mexican. They'd be like, like the Mexicans. Like, like, say it with so much distaste. Mm. And I was just like, what? And then I was like, no, there was like, tu eres Dominicana. I'm like, no, I'm Mexican. They were like, like the Mexican? And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I literally saw a fight coming from church. La Iglesia, praising my savior. Coming from church, there was this Puerto Rican dude who was hella tall. And there was this Mexican dude who was really small. And when I got on the train, I don't know what this Puerto Rican dude had did, but you could tell he was kind of saucy, like I'm saucy, I'm saucy. Like this motherfucker was like, he was like nice. Mm. And mind you, I'm coming from church. It's 11 a.m. How are you saucy? <laughs> right, this yeah. early brunch hasn't even started. So he, the Mexican dude was like, "Why was you fucking with them kids? Why was you fucking with them kids?" So I come on the train into some shit. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what he did, but he did something." The Mexican dude's girlfriend's like, "Papi, chill, 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 chill." So he, she calms him down to sit down. The Puerto Rican dude gets him his face. He was like, yeah, you old dirty-ass Mexican, uh-uh. this and this and that. This old Mexican nigga, I tell you, this little motherfucker worked his ass, beat the shit out of him. Oh. That Mexican was like 5'7". The Puerto Rican dude was at least 5'11". That motherfucker came down to 4'11". Wow. Mm. He, like, broke his shit. And I, I hate violence. I don't, like, like now, I don't start it, but I will finish it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, to see that there was so much blood in this Mexican dude, but I honestly felt the Mexican dude in that sense, like, because you're, like, saying, like, I'm lesser than. And we all eat beans. We all eat fucking yeah, rice. but why? Fucking, America doesn't fuck with none of us. And I think, I think, I think it comes from a place that, like, especially, like, learning more about Dominicans having living, living here and everything like that, is that Dominicans really are trying to discover, especially now, like, what am I? 
mm-hmm. because I'm too dark to be white, mm-hmm. but I'm also light enough to like pass. But I am discovering, you know, what it means to be Afro Latino and like how the slave trade happened. But I just want to be something that I own. So I'm going to say Dominican. Like, that's it. I don't want to equate with nothing else. You see me? You feel me? And I think, too, because I think there's been, like, a one blanket statement of what it means to be black in America. Yes. So if you say you're Afro-Latino, it's like, listen, but I'm not black American. You feel me? But I am black. And it's like, you can be those things. To be black is huge. It's such a huge spectrum. And I've had this conversation, you know, so many times with other Afro-Latinos or with Dominicans that are darker than me, with Mm -hmm. hair thicker than mine. And they're like, I'm not black. And I'm like, okay, you just don't know. Because ignorance isn't stupidity. It's you lack knowledge. You just Mm -hmm. don't know. So you mentioned that you're doing a lot to, like, debunk this myth around Afro-Latinas. Like, run down that list. Like, what are you doing? And how can our listeners... Listeners also become mm-hmm. more active. Yeah. Okay. So I am a comedian. Um, if you haven't heard this far, I'm very funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared. She's funny. Oh, Tr- Jaime. Trust you, okay, Jaime. I take one strike away. Okay, I, Jaime's on my Jaime, you all right? Jaime, Jaime. Jaime, you're uh, a negative two right now, so you, yeah. you need two more compliments. Bago's good with numbers. He keeps going. Yeah. Oh, no, Bago is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, yeah, so I do comedy at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, yeah, so I've been doing theater since I was eight. I always knew that I was going to be on the stage. Like, my first one-woman show, I used to come out, and uh, I would play every Spice Girl. So I would come out, I'd be like, <laughs> now, and I would make an announcement. It was very well written. I would be like, now I'm Scary Spice. And I'll do Scary Spice, and i go back, and i am like, now I'm Baby Spice. Because I wanted the audience to be clear to know what I was doing. And when I say audience, I mean my mom and all my tia. <laughs> so I always knew that I was a performer. So when I came to New York, I actually had quit acting because it was like, you're not really Latina. You know, oh, no. when I would audition, it's like, okay, but you don't look like fucking Selma Hayek. You feel me? Mm. And it's like all the images, as much as I love J-Lo, Godmother, you know, I don't look like her. You know, so it was just kind of like, okay, uh, th- th- I kept getting like rejected. And it was just like mm. your hair. And then what do you do? And then my body. Because, you know, I'm a little thick thing. You know, okay. I'm not skinny in these streets. So it's just like, okay. Hey! <laughs> la loca, That's honestly, like my favorite. You guys can leave. Get out. <laughs> okay, hold on. Get out. <laughs> Hashtag get out. Hashtag get out. out. (laughs) No, so yeah, so I I came to New York and I had quit comedy and one of one of my homegirls was like, bitch, you funny, you need to go to Upright Citizen Brigade. I said, get get look at who's what's an upright? What is a citizen? What's a brigade? And so I went and then the show was white as fuck. I went to a jam. A jam is when you put your name in a bucket and you go up Mm -hmm. and you go on stage and you do you do comedy with um anyone who's there. And so then I was like, okay. I went there and it was like white as fuck, and I was like, okay, I don't know. Uh, if this has a place for me. So then I went to Cypher Sound Show, which is crazy. Uh, It's called Take It Personal. And Cypher, he's, you know, he's uh, Boricua. And then he is uh, from New York, Hot 97, famous, all those things. And so I went to see his show and I saw Natasha Rothwell, who now is on Insecure. She has her own show on uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a full-figure woman, black, curly hair, my experience. Okay, I can do this. That's why representation is so important because I didn't feel like I had a place until I saw her then I became obsessed I got the diversity scholarship and then I got the internship and I was doing improv at least three to four times a night I was in practice groups I was like obsessed with it and I was already comfortable on stage because I come from the world of theater Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just like a transition that I made and now everything has come full circle because I am now on take it personal 
which is yes. insane. And a Herald team yes, at UCB, yes. which was just announced a few days ago. Yeah, 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 Congratulations. Yeah. Which is crazy. And that's when I first met you because yeah. Will Martinez. Uh, Shout out to uh, Will. Shout out Shout to Papi yeah. Suave Will. Yeah. I... Invited me to come and I saw you perform there. And then that's when I went to see the potato salad. So from meeting you from the, that show and seeing how you involved you are, how empowering you are, it's amazing all the stuff you're doing lately because it's so important and it's always sometimes that person that comes from the outside that comes in and just penetrates and it's like this amazing energy that you have talk more about how you have that time to do all that stuff because it's uh have the time no mm-hmm. <laughs> i like i literally have to boggle i lose sleep i don't and and you know what i'm gonna get to a place where i can like have sleep but i'm so so what, what boggle is also talking about is i started what's called a poc comedy google group and um i started it with just 40 names because i said there is no sense of community here at ucb and my mom told me she said you can be if you're just complaining you're a part of the problem you're not part of the solution i love that so if I just mm-hmm. complain, I'm a part of the problem. How yes, am I changing Mom, this? Preach. And how, how? why would I wait for fucking white people to do anything for us? Right. So I became obsessed. Anytime I went to UCB and I saw a person of color, I said, come here, what's your name? <laughs> what's your email? How was the program treating you? Because there's nobody there doing that for us. And even if they were, they would be white and you don't, you don't fucking know. So my little list started out with 40 people and I said, okay, how, why didn't I know about improv? Oh, money. Oh, accessibility. So I started, um, uh, it's been almost a year now where I've been coordinating workshops with house team performers and teachers from UCB to donate their time. And what it is, how you get in the POC Comedy Google group is you're invited through someone that's already a member or personally by me. It stays via email. We don't share it on social media. Just like our secret thing. And now it's grown to be over 200 members because of the people. Amazing. Because of the people. Because you know what I wanted? I said, we have to take responsibility for us. So now I get so excited when I get emails from other people in the group. They're like, add this person, add this person. Because now you're taking initiative because we have to be responsible for each other. And that's what I wanted to happen. And we've done... Casting director workshops with ABC, free. We've done on-camera acting because I want to equip my my people with the tools to succeed in this business because Boggle could just be funny. Does he know what a fucking reel is? Mm-hmm. Does he know what it means to do on-camera acting? Does he know the difference between comedic timing on TV and on stage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he know about projecting? You know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. He's a fucking <laughs> genius. I know you have your hashtag Bago. What does he have? The the Bago bunch, Bago like bunch. the Brady bunch. Who's your followers? You have the Bago. Well, no, hive? that actually was something that I felt a few years back, where I felt that a lot of artists in Washington Heights were not getting together mm-hmm. and sharing resources. So Frank and I started the Bago bunch, and it was a monthly networking event that yeah. brought people and artists together. So yeah. it was the same thing. Was stopping way too early on a Sunday though for me. Was I Strike two. Strike two. <laughs> No, he's at negative three. Negative three. Yeah. You're keeping time. You're keeping yeah, Okay, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. So um, what have you learned in, since the year you started doing this? What have you learned with the group? Like, um, on the back end, as far as, like, mm. are there more and more resources coming out? That is it more just asking? Like, because it's, like, it's amazing that you're doing that, but it's, like, what has been, like, the um, misconception, in a sense, when you brought the put, put things together as far as resources? Um, I learned with this creating this Google group that you can give gifts and people are not ready to receive them. Mm. Mm. Okay. And you can't, you, you can't be a blessing to someone who isn't ready to receive, even if that blessing is you, Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? So my thing is what I learned is that 
I literally, I, I literally sit here and I, and I get emotional about the POC comedy group and I get upset with people who are so fucking funny. When I tell you, La Loca, there's some people who I've met and I was like, easily, easily could have your own fucking series right now. And when I tell you to do this thing and all I'm telling you to do is to fill out a fucking Google form and there's a rep from ABC that I I have met because I made it to the top 25 for the ABC Diversity Showcase last year. And anytime I get a resource, I plug it back into the group because that's my job. Right. If I want people of color to win, that's my job. And when I, all I do is tell you to fill out a Google form and you can meet this person and you don't do it properly mm. or you forget or you don't do it, <sighs> it frustrates me because I love my people so much and I want us to win. So I've learned that. I've learned how to properly delegate and I learned how to not take shit personal with people I'm not personal with mm. because I have to deal with people I'm not personal with so much. Mm. It helps me to like separate that emotion and extract that and react from a place of wisdom. You touch such a sensitive subject. I've brought this up on the show before. It's like Latinos need to stop with the bullshit. Like, why can't we fill out a form? Why can't we meet deadlines? Why can't we rise the same way the other races are I'm rising? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because familiar pain is better than foreign freedom. Mm. It's oh. easier. We can rise above it, though. Yeah, we can. But you are scared. And it's easier if I'm scared. I know what this looks like. I know what fear look, looks like, La Loca. Success is scary. Yeah. To literally fill out a Google form, then I have to fucking memorize lines. Now I have to go in front of this person and I have to actually do it. Oh, shit. And how badly do you want it, Latinos? Yeah. Right? I yeah. do think that the community needs people like you and like us who are doing, like, you know, leading the way Absolutely. in certain facets of this show business life. Because you do inspire, you know, and you do instill that, like... That hunger, the desire, mm -hmm. people are watching you do it, and that's very, very impactful. Mm -hmm. So I do applaud you for that's everything you're doing. God. I do. I'm part of the Google group. I've already yes. seen some of the like emails come across, and I'm like, holy shit! You're basically giving people meals on a silver platter with silver cutlery. Yeah. Hey yeah. Jamie, you're in negative three, but maybe if you get a positive one, maybe you'll get into the Google. The Google <laughs> oh no, Jaime is blocked. Jaime is blocked. Listen, you know I think <laughs> also the, the the other thing about it too. I think people fantasize, fantasize like it's a fantasy to yeah. make it successful, mm -hmm. and they feel very comfortable, like you say, not having the opportunities and complaining, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, being part of the problem. Yeah, and then when they do finally realize it's right there, that is what you're saying. They they get scared and they use excuses. No more excuses, get back people. In there, and I think that yeah. that's what I think that's why it's such a a crazy moment right now because the opportunities are there. Like yeah. we're talking about shows that are getting approved, right? Mm -hmm. show, another showrunner right now. She has a show on Stars that just premiered at South by Southwest. So there's a lot of opportunities on the top, and then also people like you, the agent of change, that are opportunity like that. But people are f afraid, and they're sh they're showing their true colors in that sense. Yeah. And I think community is important because a lot of the people probably. Like, it's a lot of entertainment, you know, things you do is collaborations, you know what I mean? Whether it's a stage show, a TV show, even just, even if you wrote something and you can have four of your friends read it, you know what I mean? So I think, I think a lot of people feel like they're just, like, alone and they, they don't have those <laughs> connections, so to speak. I'm doing um finger, air the finger oh, air yeah. quotes, the connections. <laughs> but it's not only connections, like, people, you know, in the business and power. It's like, you got to build those friendships and relationships with people that are also on the same 
uh, you know, trajectory as you as far as a yeah. career. And then and, you all reach the... Yeah, you know. and Jaime, I want to say something too because people think that I have money mm-hmm. and I don't have shit. And what you have to realize is that I have my show, you know, Who Made the Potato Salad. We got to talk about Isolada that, de Papa. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But I want anybody listening, anybody listening, you need to understand your greatest resource is not money. It's relationships. Mm-hmm. It's relationships. The person who takes photos at the show, my homie. The person who makes the food at the show, my homie. The person who makes the coquito, my homie. You understand? And people who help me, like, get press out, my homies. Yeah. You feel me? The person who does the video, everything, my homies. How am I here? Because of Juan Bago and Rachel La Loca. You know? Yeah. Not you, Jim. Yeah. No. Oh, Jaime ain't got shit to do with this. <laughs> I'm a potential homie. Yeah. <laughs> homie in training. Yeah. Jaime the ghost. We call him out when he comes out, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, and then he fucking appears. Uh, Jaime, I fuck with you because I love you. You got to know that. It's all love. It's, it's all, all love. love. It's all love. It's all Latino show love. We fucking it's we all roast your ass and we hit you. So potato salad. Yeah, potato salad. Everything about it. How did it start? Ah, this is what my is fucking it? baby. Like, what is it? This is my baby. You got to understand. This is my fucking baby. Okay. <laughs> so who made the potato salad is a common question asked at cookouts. Because you could fuck it up. And white people fucking love fruit. They fucking love putting green beans, cream of mushroom, fucking casseroles, and then adding like mayonnaise and papas and like miras potato salad. It's like, bitch, this is like throw up in a in a jar. What is this? <laughs> it's just fucking disgusting. Um, so I got the idea because I kept going to indie shows, right? Bago and La Loca. You guys can attest to this. Jaime, do you perform? Yeah. Yeah, we, we do? He's actually the head writer of Room 28. Room 28. Guy. The group, yeah. Oh, you're the head writer of Room 28. He's actually funny. Oh, I'd like to, so, I'd like to pitch yeah. another head writer if you... Yeah, yeah I'd like to Mike, pitch another writer. Mike's a former <laughs> member. Oh. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to pitch another writer. Uh, well, Rachel's working her way up in ECP. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to take his seat. It's going to happen yeah. in-house. It's going to be changing. Well, yeah. you know, the drug addiction problem I have is going to take care of that. Um, okay, yeah. So, so I got the idea because, uh, as you guys probably all know, then going to shows, I was like, "What the fuck is this flyer? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is this? What is this script? MT bowls, slanted ass fucking shit." You promoted the show the week before. The only fucking people here are the people that are performing. You got my ass here at 10 p.m. What the fuck is this music? What is the vibe? What what I so I kept going to indie shows in the improv community and in the comedy community and I'm so used to doing and I'm not trying to sound bougie, but when I do just theater and doing like shows and stuff like that, they even if the house wasn't packed, it was very well packaged, it was very well promoted and it was like to a degree like you're coming to see a show, people are excited. So I kept getting frustrated and I was like, "You know what? I don't have time for this. I'm going to make my own shit." Mm. And that's how I've always been. I produced my first play when I was 18, you know? Nice. And so I just was like, okay, what, what do I want? I was like, I want the fucking vibes right. I want fucking food. It needs to feel like a fucking cookout. I don't give a fuck if it's in January. I don't give a damn. It's going to feel good. So Who Made the Potato Salad is where a comedy show made in 24 hours happens at a poppin' ass party. Awesome. That's what it is. That's the brand. That's what we do. And uh, writers meet at 8 a.m., Scripts are finalized by 3. Actors come at 5, rehearse till 9. The show goes live at 11 p.m. We have dancers. We have our fly girls. They're called the aunties because it's the cookout. We have a DJ. You got food and you got liquor. For the audience. You fucking hear me? You you had me at potato salad because that has been a constant craving of mine during Mm -hmm. this pregnancy. Yeah. Oh my god! And I'm touching so her stomach. Much I can't, so much. I can't. I just wait. made like three gallons of Dominican potato salad. <laughs> I put some gallons. It's pink, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is your the fridge beef. just full of like 
buckets of I put two salad. buckets in the freezer <laughs> Is it like in the and back? there's one in the refrigerator so yeah. I, I will always have it on reserve yeah. I think that's such a genius idea first of all and only people of color Ugh. only people of color we allow one token white to attend but if they fuck up the electric slide <laughs> they get the fuck <laughs> out one token white you one touch, token white that's it you touch on so many passion points for POC food mm-hmm. music community mm-hmm. comedy that's what happens at Latino family gatherings yeah. and so, the last one you got you you didn't come to, huh? You missed. Yeah. No, I missed the last the one. Last and one I have was to the miss Latin. this one too because yeah. we're in a show the yeah, same yeah, night. Yeah, I know, but it's gonna be another one. Pero Bago Word is in up. this next one. Oh, shit. We, okay, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. For all, for all, for all you bitches, are you single, Bago? No, I have a girlfriend for four years. Okay, well, okay, well, even if you, okay, even though you have a girlfriend, love her. She's probably great. But all the bitches <laughs> out here, you need to come. Because Bago is about to give that Scooby-Doo pop-pop. Okay? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. The next show, because it's Women's History Month, uh, Women's History Month, this is the Women of Color Takeover. So it's just Women of Color. And we're opening it up with an R&B lip sync battle with two male teams. And Bago is the captain of Leche. Our team group is called Leche. And they're going to, we can't reveal the song, we can't reveal their, like, bit, but they're going to yeah. be judged on costumes, comedy, and choreography. Please tell me this is going to be somewhere, like, taped some- or on oh, yeah. Facebook oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Live bitch, or bitch. something. I'm imagining, by the way, Rachel, I'm going to have to juice again because I'm going to have to be shirtless, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm imagining you with, like, tights and, like, weird package situation going on. Yeah. Okay, Jaime, strike, get him out. <laughs> All right, but that's it. You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. Yeah, so wow. that's, that's the show that I'm doing, and also, like, like so uh, excited because like it we we sold out every show but I worked awesome. my ass off with my co-producer and my work wife Maria Acabado hey mommy and so we we work really hard and like we as far as promotions and everything like that because we deserve a fucking sold out audience we deserve that shit and also yeah. too I'm trying to have people of colors uh, experience be celebrated and highlighted and it's great because for me to come it's like it's not equivalent to Marvel's Black Panther but I'm just saying as far as representation like the fact that my little brother can go and see a world and a universe that exists yeah. with him in it you see what I'm saying like it's so important because now people of color have come to the show and they've been inspired to start their own shit and that's what I want we have so much to do in the world and space of comedy like mm-hmm. just today you guys I was submitting room 28 to a bunch of sketch festivals across this country mm-hmm. and I'm on these websites X and I'm looking mm. at like the past talent mm. that's been featured I like had tears in my eyes because the diversity in these shows are non-existent. It's like called like it, Five White Guys. Was that the name of the group? I just can't. I'm looking <laughs> at the, the Cleveland Comedy Festival, you know, San Francisco, Miami, Chicago, cities where I know Latinos live, but yet they're not on stage performing comedy. Oh, you know we're here. America is the second most Spanish-speaking country in the world. It's crazy. We so, are fucking here. Yeah. We are. What you're doing here in New York, what Room 28 does, like, first of all, I think we are really leading the way and paving a movement, but we have got to bring this outside of New York. Do you oh. have plans to bring potato salad Ooh. outside sis, of the city? Sis, oh. listen. Who made the potato salad? What we plan to do is to continue to sell out shows by the grace of God, and I. It is important for for me to say that because yes, I do work hard, and yes, like I have a vision, but God gave me that. You understand? And so 
I, anytime somebody gives me praise, I accept it and I know that I'm great, but I give it right back to him because I could be liable to be sitting around here like with my head fucking full and, and nothing I do, I can do nothing without him. So I have to say that. But by his grace, what we want to continue to do is continue to sell out shows and then we want to be a traveling entity and yes. for it to be a tour and every stop that we stop at, we want to include people from that city to be yes. on the show. Yes. Um, that's what we want to do. Said that. And eventually, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll be at Madison Square Garden. Amazing. Yes. No, we got to work hard. It's up to us. The people in this room right now, like we are leaders. You yeah. Know? And you. well, maybe everybody except for Bago. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We all are. For real, for real. Like sometimes we get into these true talk conversations. I mean, and we're comedians. So it's like, it's funny when we're not funny. But like, we have to go double time. We yeah. have to pick up the pace and keep going. And I, I don't know about you, X, but like sometimes I do have those moments where I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, all the what time. Am I do- where am I going? Why am I still broke? What is happening? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? How do you find the fuel to keep going? My faith. Mm-hmm. Where God guides, he provides, period. Mm-hmm. So and also my name on Instagram is eighty dollars in a suitcase because that's what I had when I came here. I came here on vacation and never left. Wow. I have three um, suitcases. Uh, no, I have three. I have three laundry bags and two suitcases that I live out of. I've moved twenty times in four and a half years. Shit. Yeah, I'm that's- writing a comic book series about it um, called Eighty Dollars in a Suitcase because I've moved that much. But every time I moved, God moves with me. You know, I've never been homeless and I've always had food. And sometimes when God blesses us, it comes in a different form. So although my food was beans and rice, it was still food. He didn't let me go hungry. You understand? So it's like that's what gives me the faith that I know that I have to fulfill the purpose that he has put in me. And I know that I have to get behind so I can get more of us in front. Yes. So producing is very important to me. Yes, I'm a talent and, and stuff like that, but I have far more uh, talents than just being funny and being on stage and, you know, growing and becoming a businesswoman. I don't think that, you know, I think that that's a process. Um, so I think that I'm getting to that place. But that's what takes me there. Faith, an undeniable level of faith. I have doubts sometimes. I mean, even planning this next potato salad, like, so I dropped the ticket link. I'm like, are people going to, I've sold out two shows, but I'm like, is somebody going to buy a ticket? <laughs> you know, like, because I work my ass off, you know, to make these connections. Like we did a full on like professional ass photo shoot, you know, and I I get nervous and I'm just kind of like, thank you so much. Yeah, you have to you have to do one. No, I I mean it's done. Rachel's doing one. I want to do anything I can for you because we're here with me. We're doing the same thing. You're doing it with me. I'm doing it with you, and I'd like to be alongside you. I'd like to grow with you. First of all, as women, no offense, men, but like no offense, men. You know, is there offense? Is that the name of the next show? No offense, (laughs) no offense, men. No offense. All right, let's go. Not yeah. for real. No, yeah, you have to. For anybody out there that wants to, like, start something or has an idea to, like, do something, um, I'm, the intern is not... Thank you so much. Um, yeah, she keeps <laughs> us on track. I like that. I love... I love Desiree, me, I'm, I wish she... She needs to follow me in life, too. Like, okay, my, let's exactly. go. Exactly. Wrap, Wrap it up, Wrap it up, Wrap it up. If it weren't for Desiree, this podcast would be three and a half hours long. Like, that's the... Honestly, yes. It'd be like Joe Rogan's podcast. It'd be like four hours. Oh. I, ha- I have one last question, or you have another question, don't you? You have that How many has this paper? He's ready. Go ahead, you go. Well, no, I was going to say we're not going to have enough time to ask her about the series finale of Martin, which I heard her bio says she has a lot of opinions about. But we'll leave that for the next show. Rachel seems... No, wait, you (laughs) got Her eyes just lit up, but I think Rachel has more of a question that is part of the theme. Ooh, it just got hot. I'm taking off my sweater. (laughs) Ooh, shit. Because I got a lot to say about that shit. We talked about, like, you not having time for stuff. Like, do you have time for a relationship? Are you Mm. single? 
Okay. Did I just open up a can <laughs> of worms? It's uh, keeping it personal with Rachel. <laughs> keeping it personal with Rachel. Well, we have or relationship that, with Rachel. We Hello. have guests that come on here and they're mm-hmm. always like thinking, oh, they're just going to ask about my projects and like, you know, when is my next album dropping? That's not mm-hmm. what Latinos Out Loud is about. Mm-hmm. Like we are about like promoting your projects. But, but we, we're about the cheese man. We want to get to know you <laughs> yeah. and we want our listeners to know about you right. as well. So if I'm getting too personal, tell no, me. you're good. You're good. You're good. So you, what was the question again are about you single and, yes i am single okay. i am single um i uh i will make time for someone who is worth it you see what i'm saying so it's just kind of like i barely have time for myself so for me to take an additional chunk of the time that i barely have for myself to give to someone you have to be exceptional and also too it's just kind of like a relationship on its best day is work Oh, it's yeah. work. So yeah. I just have to have someone that's supportive, no matter what industry you're in. Because you can have someone in the same industry as you and still just kind of like, you know, I haven't seen you in this, and that. It's like, well, you know what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, do this thing. And also, like, I'm launching what's called the Colored Marathon. So, you know, they have Del Close Marathon. Yes. So the, the Colored Marathon is coming out uh, July 1st under the umbrella of Who Made the Potato Salad. It's nonstop comedy featuring only people of color from 7 to 10 Dope. p.m. Wow. Yeah. So I have that. Dope. I have the, you know, we have Potato Salad. I'm at UCB. And so it's just, it's a lot that I'm doing that I'm, like, busy. And I would ha- I hate when people say that they're too busy because you're not, like, Obama ran the country and was still at home at 6 p.m. Because Michelle, Michelle Obama's not with the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see Michelle being like, the fuck out of here tell agent mm-hmm. ross get your motherfucking ass back from new zealand <laughs> help me grease my fucking scalp i can see michelle walking into congress like all right meeting a jerk Barack, <laughs> get your ass upstairs <laughs> yeah i, I can see her agent ross like did you schedule us fucking tonight because we fucking tonight like i can see her like not with the shit behind but yeah. the cameras during a cnn interview wrap it up bitch wrap it up wrap it up. i need some z C- cnn that stands for c no nigga get your ass <laughs> over here <laughs> fuck out of here yeah so yeah that's my that's my stance uh, that's that's where I'm at as far as personal like like relationships I'm single until further notice yeah and can we talk about some of those doors that you've closed for now for the last couple of years there's been a certain door that's oh Rachel's closed. talking about the fact that I don't be fucking I mean I wanna okay. I like okay. Rachel was like tiptoeing and you're like no yeah no let's talk about fucking. it yeah let's do let's it let's talk about starts. no sex baby, baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about no sex baby let's talk about no <laughs> Let's talk about no fucking, no fucking, no with me. Well, listen, Let's talk about as, no sex. As a pregnant and a very horny woman, I just want to know. Because you get hornier when you get pregnant. Oh, God. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Feels but, so bad for her husband. She's uh, running no, no, around no. like a mouse. I, I'm very. She's, probably like, she's like, come here. With, with, with potato salad. She has a potato salad in one hand. She's like, come here. I'm, I'm very self-sufficient, if you know what I mean. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Write that down. Bongo's writing it down. Write it down. Rachel, self-sufficient. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I'm a, well, vi- is that why something was vibrating in your purse earlier? <laughs> Jamie. Well, let's talk. Can we talk about it for a yeah, minute? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I have been um, abstinent for seven years. Wepa. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. Uh, I lost my virginity to my first love when I was twenty-four, um, and after that, I didn't have sex again. So that tells you how amazing it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
but no, yeah. So I was like, I, you know, and I, I think that it, I think that it was like purposeful for me to have that experience. And you know, I know that I am a woman and I'm a sexual being, and I celebrate that, and I think that that's great. But for me, I just know that I cannot handle that, and I feel like the greatest gift that I can give someone is my body, and so I reserve mm. that for someone. I, I'm not even a fan of just like randomly kissing. I know that that's a thing in this culture. Um, I'm very old school in that regard that I don't give my lips. I don't give nothing of my body to someone. that I'm Neither of them. Neither of them. No. Wow. Yeah. Me, all four are mine. <laughs> so yeah so I just yeah so I, I and this is the thing I am currently abstinent I don't put myself into a box that I would never have sex before marriage I, I haven't thus far and I don't plan on it but I'm not someone and this is the way that I live my life by no means am I trying to like place those beliefs on anybody or any listener like protect yourself do your thing you know this is just how I choose to live my life and it's been so helpful because sex can become a distraction and I believe that the greatest union that people can have is with their two bodies yeah and like you connect souls and spirits and so many things and like bitches stay in situations way too long because the dick too bomb mm. mm-hmm. what do you guys think Rachel- about that? <laughs> yeah like they're so quiet like, right mm-hmm. now I had a few bitches stay with me I know what to say <laughs> I like, mean I gave up sex for Lent so I totally I totally know oh you just not getting yeah. none <laughs> Hey, that's not nice. I mean, how many get no ass? He's like, no, I gave it up for Lent. I, 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 no one's dating me. It's just because I'm not giving it up for Lent. Uh, Lent is not 365 days a year. <laughs> I, I see. I messed that up. I messed uh, that up. Fucking love you, Amy. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you guys have any comments on that? Have you ever been around a woman who is abstaining from sex? Like, mm, what is your um, feeling as a man? Uh. Okay. Well. um... <laughs> No that sound effect. I've been actually no. Sometimes I'm I'm usually like the guy. I'm like, I, the what the virgin women, taker? No, oh. women are like more at least. Oh, know, they attack Jaime. Right? No, they're I'm more like, aggressive. I, mean, them, I don't know if it's the women this day and age. You know, in the last, but women have been more aggressive in my experience. I have. I That's have, true. It's just like oh, that is common. It's, it's you know second date. You haven't even, you didn't try to kiss me yet, and it's like yeah. oh, so am I Ooh, being slow? that speaks to so much insecurity, which yeah. is a whole nother. We need to have a female takeover to talk about that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, that speaks to so much level of insecurity. Desiree, I love you so much. Okay, then I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> Can we do that Thank one day? So Can we have a Latinos Out Loud female takeover and then like a male takeover episode? Mm. Do we need a male takeover? They're already taking Thank over. You. They got enough shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck out of here. I just want to be fair because the men we in are this fair. Room, They've had enough. All right. Rachel, I mean, they've you guys... had enough. T- time's up. We're claiming my time and time's up. Can we at least be in the, in the pre-show? <laughs> See, look. Always want representation. You're in no. every show. You're in the pre-show, the main show, the post-show. Just, You're in every fucking just show. Just swinging your dick. I like scrot this. Him I haven't seen Jimmy putting his scrot him in, in my while. face. Get your fucking scrot him out of my face. Teabagging bitches. Teabagging bitches. On second, I'll just wait till the next week. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Good idea. <laughs> fucking Jaime. All right. It's time for que lo que. Que lo ready? Okay. Un dos tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que. Que lo que. Que lo que. Um, honestly, I like that song. <laughs> Isn't it so good? That's El Chevo. I was like, que lo que? Oh, oh, eh, 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 
I love that. Download his music, El Chevo. Um, he's a Honduran artist. Honduran. And okay, he's up. amazing. Okay, so que lo que, my Instagram handle is 80 dollars in a suitcase. $80 in a suitcase, because, I mean, I said that's my story of how I came to New York. That's what I had. Um, uh, so my next show that I have coming up that's major that I need everyone to come to is Who Made the Potato Salad? Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's Saturday. Yes. La loca, I fucking love you. Um, yeah, it's uh... I love the random side. Look, I just love you. You don't, you don't get it. You don't have a vagina, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, I've honestly. You've had one before? Honestly. Isn't it terrible? It's disgusting. No. <laughs> Prosthetics don't count, I Mike. When, I hate when bitches say their vagina is pretty. I said, bitch, every vagina looks like someone ate a burrito and slammed it against a wall. Ugh, I would that's never. That's what a vagina looks like. Never. If you've never seen a vagina, that's what it looks like. Eat uh-huh. a burrito, take it out, throw it against the wall. <laughs> that's what a vagina looks like. hang a piece of roast beef off of <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> okay, Rachel. Wow. Now we know, Rachel. I'm not okay. talking about mine. I'm serious. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, my vagina is pretty. Bitch, no. Uh, Mine as pretty as I could get it. I'm just right. going to say. When you grow it's it. as pretty as I could make it. Right? Okay. What, do you Look, put a bow tie on her or something? No, Listen, saying, when she's feeling godly. Okay. True. <laughs> Hashtag God's plan. Facts. Hashtag God's plan. Um, yeah, okay. So, who made the potato salad? If you go into my Instagram, you will click the link in my bio. You can purchase tickets. Tickets are $10 in advance, $12 at the door. We sold out past two shows. Last time, we had a waiting list. And the waiting list was mm. crazy. So, the show wow. is March 31st at 11 p.m. So, we would love for you guys to, like, come through, roll through. Um, it will be amazing to see you guys. Women of color taking over the motherfucking world. $10, come on. $10 I mean, in advance, nothing. $12 at the door. And listen, you can fuck around if you want to and then be stuck because it was niggas that didn't get in. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. All right. And mm-hmm. they missed the potato salad, which, by the way, if you ever need anybody to make potato salad... Oh, this bitch got three buckets. I got, like, three mm-hmm. gallons in the freezer. She could cater the next one. The yeah. Dominican style, the purple with the <laughs> remolacha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. With the beets, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yummy. Who's next? Anybody? Uh, I'll uh, just shout out the Room 28 show. Uh, we're performing at the Diverse as Fuck Comedy Festival. Um, that's March 30th, right? March 31st. March 31st. Yeah. Okay. The, the festival's going on March 30th and 31st. And 31st. So if you want to see two nights of comedy from um, sketch groups from all around the city, check it out. Amazing but, people of color, stand up. Yeah. It's dope. It's, yeah. Um, I went, I went, my team was on it last year. Right. Shout out yeah. to Millie Tamaris, another UCB alum. Intego. Also, shout out to some people that we know that are also performing, like Danny Hastings is up in there. Suni uh, Reyes. Why did you say in that tone of voice? Suni Reyes. No, because I didn't know. I think he said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said, see, but No, because I'm just finding this out now. I'm looking at the list. I'm like, oh, I know. Like, uh, No, this is the He's like, I just want to say, we got Danny Hastings. <laughs> Danny Hastings? Like, really? Danny Hastings? We got Suni Reyes. Yeah, yeah. man. We need to get Suni That's my on NPR. Show. That's my NPR voice. Yeah, um, it's good, Jaime. It's good. But yeah, so the diverse as fuck, but DAF, if you're around, you know, older people and you don't want to offend them. Or, yeah. DAF Comedy Festival. Check mm-hmm. us out on 20 Comedy. There you go. 10.45 yeah. p.m. on Saturday the 31st, which is why mm-hmm. we can't go to Potato Salad. Right. All right. So that's competition, but, <sighs> you know. Actually, it's not competition because we all winning. You understand? Mm-hmm. All POCs is that's winning. Great. That's a huge weekend it's, for it's us. It's a POC night. Yeah. I wonder it's if like, we can run over there afterwards. Like if it's still we're going still gonna on. be bitch. You know we don't start on time because we're on. Oh, okay. 
Because we're only doing one sketch, so we could just be. Maybe <laughs> no, we can no, make no it. La Loca, fucking roll over. This shit's not going to end, especially with the R&B lip sync battle. We're not going to end until like 1245. You know I swear what? To God. So we'll we just can. miss Mike's. We'll miss Mike's performance. Oh, damn, but I really want to see that. All right, we'll figure it out. Freak That'll me, be on Also, Jay Ferns at Instagram. That's my 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 social. My shout outs is Uptown Collective. They have an art exhibit called Serving. Healthful Art Opening Artist Talk Monday 19th, 2018 at the New York Presbyterian Allen Hospital, which is located at 5141 Broadway on 220 Street. For Corriente Latina, another giveaway, Jamie, you can't. Midnight Sun and the Acrimony, which is not a, a screening, but it's going to be a row pass away giveaway. Oh, okay. All right? Yeah, I don't know. And for is. me, yes, uh, Potato Salad. I'm going to be performing on the 31st. Congrats. going to, like, fucking kill. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. So those are my uh, shout-outs. Cool. Yeah. I have one quick shout-out. So this Saturday, St. Patty's Day, the luck of the Irish. I hope it's with me because I'll be at UCB Hell's Kitchen performing at Sketch Cram, mm. which is also very similar to Potato Salad, a sketch comedy show produced in one day. I'll be acting in it. So shout-out to Georgie, who is a teacher over at UCB. Georgie, out. So she put me on. I'm really excited for this. You know, it's kind of nerve wracking going into a show where you're only going to have five, five and a half hours. Well, that's why I, that's why I love the concept of sketch crime, because people are funnier under pressure. I think so. You're I'm excited. Kill. Rachel, please. I'm excited. I look, I said to myself in the beginning of this year, part of my New Year's resolution was to explore and go right. Just head into my uncomfort zone mm-hmm. and or Discomfort. I never get grammar right on this show. People must think I'm a moron. But like, I no. Go, you say what you want. I go into. I'm, I'm getting into my discomfort uh, ex, zone. She's gonna watch you in every show. You could just that could just... be your that could be your line. Discomfort zone. The discomfort zone. Or the Rachel. Discomfort zone. So yeah, that's that's where we are right now. So I'm psyched. But the good thing about a sketch crime is no rehearsal. So that's kind of cool. No, Very it is rehearsal. Different. It's rehearsal oh. from you guys have like four hours. That's just, it's the same process as potato like salad. Day of right. But the day of yeah the day I'm of so rehearsal. I'm so used to the model where we rehearse for a month. And yeah. then at some point, you kind of feel like you're over-rehearsed. So this is mm. different. I'm excited. Yeah, it's I'm great. You're going to kill. And I'm excited because people need Thank to know you. who you are. More people will see you and more people will book you because now it's just... it's Rachel's finna fuck it up, fuck it up. Dale, I'm excited. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, guys. And thank you to X Mayo for being a guest Woo! on this oh show. God, thank you. Yeah. And yeah. dropping so many gems. Thank and you sharing so much. With us. I'm coming back. Of course. I'm not waiting to be asked. The door is always open. You know, for you. I take up space. I don't ask for permission. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't ask. As an Afro Latina. You're going to come with a suitcase next time. Yeah. Like, Yo, guys, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. As an Afro Latina, we can't ask. We have to take up space. All my Latinos, don't fucking ask. You take up space. The you do shit open. and ask questions later. Or thank maybe you. not even ask questions. Shit. But thank uh, you. Yeah, thank you for it. sharing. Don't ask. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't ask, don't tell. Hi, man. I love you. I lo- right. You did it. I did right. it. Hi, man. I love you. Yeah. 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 Oh, Thank you for following Thank and you. please continue to leave us reviews and some ratings on iTunes. And with that, we out! Yeah. Bye. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina.
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.